Hey, what's happening, people? Larry here, writer and artist, LarryGMcGuire.com, as you well know by now, I'd imagine. Unless this is your first time coming to the Daily Larb and giving an hour listen, uh, if you are, well, then you're very welcome. Uh, the podcast uh, is one for creative people, independent thinkers, seekers of alternative views, you might say. I tend to get into stuff a little bit deeper uh, than perhaps most, you know, and that's what engages me. Uh, and I only ever record stuff on here and produce stuff here that uh, engages me because if it doesn't engage me, well, then how could it possibly engage you, you know? And uh, this is a fundamental premise behind creativity. It must be there. There must be an energy in what it is you and I are making. Otherwise, how could we possibly make anything of value for anybody else, you know? And then once we make that thing, or perhaps maybe in the process of making it, there's going to be opinions from other people, and there's going to be influences, and there's going to be all sorts of stuff that goes on. And I believe, you know, I have to be careful with that word, because it's a, it can be a dangerous word. It can, re- it can represent dangerous modes of thought. But I happen to hold quite relevant... Uh, the notion that we must be purely focused and selfish in the stuff that we create because otherwise it just becomes diluted and uh, other people's opinions can turn what might be a very good idea, at least initially, into something less than what it could have been, you know. And, you know, that's the nature of the world we live in. There's influences everywhere. And I was talking about today, earlier on, on another podcast, podcast that I record for patrons of mine, although this particular episode is public, I made it public because I wanted it to be to be known, I wanted it to be heard. I made it known that um, uh, my views, I suppose, on uh, letting in or keeping out opinions of other people, it's it's something that we need to get the grip of, you know, you and me. It doesn't matter what we do, you know, whether you run, run a, a barber shop or. Or you make sandwiches for a living, or or you're an architect, or an engineer, or you're an artist and you paint, or you draw, or you create music, or you dance. Doesn't matter. Whatever you do, you've got to be focused and embedded in the work. And then the the uh, need then arises for you and me to come up out of that and then share our stuff, and uh, that's when the influences can come in. But anyway, uh, if you're listening to the show for the first time, welcome along. Thanks for coming here, and I hope you enjoy what I have to uh, offer you today. Uh, I'm a writer, an artist, as I said, and I write about stuff that I'm passionate about, and I record stuff I'm passionate about. And um, the fundamental, I suppose, message around what I have to say can be found in the Artist's Manifesto. If you haven't got it yet, you can download a free copy, short-form version, over at LarryGMcGuire.com. Uh, when you enter your email address, I'll send you the link to the direct download. And you'll also get then Sunday letters from me, which is basically an email I send out to my list on a on a Sunday. And that includes everything from the previous week, any articles I've written, any podcast episodes I've recorded, and other kind of material that might be relevant. Uh, I write, and that's what I'm focused on. Uh, I have occasionally dipped my toe in marketing, 
and writing and talking about marketing and it's it's relevant from time to time and if it's if I deem it relevant I might uh, bring it in here into this show but mostly I leave that up to other people at least that's what I've decided in recent times because there are far better far more uh, uh, educated and skilled people at marketing than me that can help you with that I want to keep at least now I might change my mind but right now I want to keep the material here that is available on the show and on the blog focused around the core principles that you will find in the artist manifesto one of which is the importance of finding solitude another of which is the importance of keeping out the opinions of others uh, another of which is the marketing aspect whereby you bring your stuff into the world and you go hey check this out this is what I made and not hiding behind the door on that because let's face it, what's the point of making something and then leaving it on a shelf or leaving it hanging in your studio if you never give it to other people to enjoy? Because that's the other side of the creative coin, you know? It's uh, it's witnessing the interaction with other people and engaging with other people when you bring your stuff. And that other stuff might be perceived as negative. You might get some negative feedback. You might you might get some stick over it. Um or you might not. It might be welcomed. And either way, you're going to get a response. Well, the hope is you get a response. If you don't get a response, well then, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you're maybe you're killing it before you start. But that's a whole other discussion. Um, but today I wanted to talk to you about collaboration. And uh, that's part of the creative process. You know, I think um, where you join together with people with a common goal or, or a common purpose, you can make something really great. And you've got to have a bit of influence and, and that's where you kind of hook in with other people who've been there before and people you respect and admire and uh, maybe you can um, lean on them for their influence to help you get a step above or step up from where you are. And uh, I've managed to um, avail of that, uh, I suppose, engagement or interaction recently. And uh, when, when you do that, it can be hugely beneficial. So uh, I ran a giveaway recently. You might have been familiar with it. You might have heard about it. I, I me- emailed my list and I've been talking about it here a little bit. But uh, the giveaway was uh, a means by which uh, I could market what I was doing. And I made contact with a bunch of people who are out there doing a really good job of what they do related to art and marketing and, and writing and stuff. And they all jumped on board, about six or seven people. And... Uh, it was a great experience because uh, it allowed me to make new contacts. Uh, it allowed me to maybe enhance ones that I already had. And one in particular uh, uh, was particularly um, helpful, and that was with uh, CJ McDaniel, who runs Adazing Book Marketing. And uh, I shot him a mail and I said, hey, would you like to get involved in this? He had no reason to get involved. He didn't know who I was, other than the fact that I was on his list one of 150-odd thousand people uh, on his list, and um, he replied, and I was, I was, um, I was very happy <laughs> he replied, uh, and he decided to get, get involved, so that was cool. And then, uh, subsequent to that, he, uh, he said, uh, hey, listen, why don't you write an article around maybe something related to the book? So I said, this is deadly. Uh, absolutely, I'll do that. So I did. And the article was titled uh, Embrace the Solitude. Embrace Solitude. 
and I spoke about it here a couple of ep- episodes ago. Might even have been the last episode. But uh, anyway, that article went out, and the traffic to the site went up, and people jumped on board, and um, it's been all good. And and that just kind of served a purpose, or served a purpose, I suppose, insofar as showing me what advantage can be gained of hooking in with other people who have been there before and have built up platforms uh, ahead of me and the same with you and whether you're in college or whether you're you're writing at home on your own or you've whatever wherever you happen to be working i think it's important that we get involved with other people uh, but sometimes it doesn't work out you know sometimes uh, you get involved with people that either don't pull their weight or are not interested uh in getting really involved they say they are but maybe they're not really um or maybe you get involved with people who are a little bit too opinionated and uh they just pour cold water on everything you're doing or the majority of what you're doing and you're like completely deflated by it that's a risk and there's huge risk when you when you do that you know but what other way can you possibly grow what you're doing uh than taking a risk you know uh, and sometimes there's personality conflicts, you know. Um, I'm very much somebody who likes to work alone. I've worked with other people and I continue to work with other people. And sometimes it can be successful and other times it may not be successful. But I like my own company. I like the power to direct and control what I'm doing. And I and I have a this might be a weakness on my on my part, but I have a significant amount of of uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, disregard uh, resentment you could say for people who offer me negative opinion when I haven't asked for it now if I'm in a group if I'm in a group of people and I decide to get involved with people and I invite them in and they agree and we come together to make something well that's a whole other ball game because you're in it for a particular goal or a particular reason and their opinions they matter unless they don't matter and unless you made a mistake and unless you say you know what this uh, dynamic here this between us this is there's a bit of conflict in it and you know what this is a bad move so i'm out and you're perfectly entitled to do that um but there is value in i was just thinking about as i drove up the road here uh, i'm sitting in my van outside the coffee shop and uh, i'm going to grab a coffee now and do some work um for the afternoon but i was thinking about it as i was driving up here uh, we're perfectly entitled to get out, you know, but at the same time there may be value for us to stay, and there's nobody can really make that decision for us except us. And sometimes we have to bite our lip uh, and get on with it. Sometimes we're working in a in a in a job where we have to collaborate, and we've no choice over the parties involved, and we just have to get on with it. And I think there's a certain degree of benefit that we can gain from just going right. I'm just going to get through this. I'm going to do what I have to do. And let's get to the final result and see what we can make from it. I've had to do it before. I did it last year. Was it last year? 2016 into 2017. Where I was working with... uh, I was doing some project management in in an engineering company. And I had to work with people that I wouldn't have necessarily chosen. uh, Had I been doing my own thing at that time. And uh, I had to just get on with it. Like the work environment was toxic, you know. But uh, I had to just find a place where I could uh, go in and get my work done. Uh, but I knew I was out, you know. So I just did the best I could do while I was there. 
and when the time came I uh, pulled the pin and sometimes we have to do that uh, and there was enormous benefit for me in that and um, no doubt you've found yourself in similar scenarios whereby you, you were working with people who um, you wouldn't otherwise choose but uh, collaboration can be a valuable uh, thing for us to do but uh, being a writer or an artist uh, it's likely that you spend an awful lot of time on your own um, and there's value in that too so what's so what is it like wh- which is it you know what i mean uh do we do we go for work in solo or do we go f- to work in groups and there's no right answer and as i finished off in that article on solitude last week it's about making a choice and there's no prerequisite for you or me you know there's no no one out there with an objective view that applies to you or me there's no one saying you've got to do this that or the other it's it's a blend you know and you've got to choose uh, which one you're going for and there's no mistakes in it you know I think that word should be removed from our vocabulary. You know what I mean? Mistake. It implies that you did something wrong. And there's nothing wrong in any of it. you just got to go with it and, and learn from what you've done. And uh, Because in, in as much as, you know, having a negative outcome um, may be beneficial, there's, there's, there's also um, sometimes very little in winning very little to be achieved in winning like when you win it's it's very nice and whatever you decide a win happens to be a win can be can be great but really what have you learned if you're just winning all the time you know um there's nothing really to be learned and uh it's only when you get kicked do you understand you know when the sun shines the next day that actually this is bloody great you know and uh that's the benefit so collaboration is good. I like collaboration, but on my terms, you know, uh, if I decide to work with somebody, well then, we'll work, as long as they're agreeable too, of course. Um, but like I said, there's no prerequisite. I think there's a period uh, in all creative endeavour where working with other people is uh, very productive. And... Um, then you have periods where working alone is very productive and I think if you were trying to make one happen when the other is prevalent well uh, or predominant that would then sometimes that can turn out for the worst right now for me after a period of about maybe 18 years of working with other people it's, it's it just feels better to be working on my own and uh, I do and I've always enjoyed my own company of I've said that before over the company of other people um, but having spent the bones of 20 years working with other people and manoeuvring and changing and uh, altering what it is I was doing to suit others uh, I think this period of just doing the own stuff is uh, right you know and uh, if I come to you for your view well then you'll know that I value it and if I don't well if you've got a negative view, well, keep it to yourself. I'm not interested. And uh, I'll keep writing in the meantime. And on the subject of writing, the Artist Manifesto, the paperback, that's due out the end of this month. 
um, and then I'll move on to another project that I have uh, that I've started it's called The Legend of the Altar Stone and it's a mythological uh, legendary tale of uh, the gods of Ireland and amongst that is the challenge that a young boy faces in the pursuit of information and the search for his parents who uh, at a young age went missing his father has died and his mother is missing presumed dead presumed having been the perpetrator of the uh, murder of his father but uh, maybe something else is true so young Connor Debarra uh, as his name is in the tale he's about 12 or 13 uh, goes on a search for his parents in the land of ancient Ireland uh, and uh, it's really a story about you and me, you know. It's about our search and our struggle uh, to find out who we are. And it's, uh, I suppose, showing our vulnerability. Uh, it's a tale of personal journey. It's a tale of, of course, some of the history of this country. And uh, what it's all about, you know. In every story, as I was telling me boys recently, in every story there's another story. There's at least one story behind the story, you know. And the challenge when you pick up a book and you read it is to find out what that is. And um, I read to them recently. Uh, so anyway, the, the the Legend of the Altar Stone is, I don't know when that will be out, but I'm working on it at the moment. And it's a series. It will be a series, a number of books. But uh, I was reading a couple of books to the lads, or I'm reading one currently, it's called The Alchemist by Paolo Cuello. Cuello, am I pronouncing that right? I read it myself about six or eight months ago, and I'm reading it for the boys now. It's a very simple tale, but um, quite profound in its message, and, uh, you know, it gets you thinking. And I think it's a good one for kids. Uh, I read them another one recently called uh, The Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. I think it won the did it win the Booker Prize or Pulitzer Prize or something? I should know that. I don't know, but it's a it's a really really rich uh, book, rich in terms of the content. It's like so descriptive. Uh, it's difficult to read at times, but um, really deep. You know, gets inside the the minds of of people and uh, asks a lot of deep questions. But at the end, you're kind of left um, wondering. You know. What's what's going on? <laughs> Where is the end of the story? But the lads enjoyed it and uh, kind of leaves you wondering throughout the story. Even though it's like it's really a tale of one man in his boat, and uh, it's just a conversation that he has, an ongoing conversation with himself about the nature of his being and uh, the nature of existence. You know, really good story. You should read it if you haven't read it already. It's a small book. You'd read it, if you, if you threw yourself into it, you'd probably read it over a weekend. But uh, anyway, I didn't mean this uh, episode to turn into a book review. But anyway, it just came to mind, so I thought I'd share it. Um, so anyway, I'm reading, though, reading uh, The Alchemist to the Lads at the moment. And like I said, as with The Legend of the Altar Stone, there's a story in the story. There's, also, there's, there's, there's multiple stories. And there's pieces of me, and there's pieces of other people. And there's pieces of my experience and, and uh, my own kind of ideas about life and work and all that kind of stuff. 
So uh, throwing it all in there, and who knows where it'll go, you know. But anyway, uh, that's about all I have to share with you today. I want to thank you for listening in. Uh, these episodes are generally around kind of 15, 20 minutes long. The odd time they go on a bit longer if I'm in conversation with other people. But uh, if it's just me, I have uh, a topic that I want to share. I get into it, and when it's done, when I've made the point, that's that's it, you know. So uh, thanks for listening in. You can catch all these episodes over on iTunes. You can catch them on Spreaker, uh, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, uh, SoundCloud, even YouTube. Uh, I record it using Anchor, iPhone app, and uh, I'm here today in a car park in uh, West D- Dublin, and um, just about to sign off and get cracking on, on a piece of work here. So uh, thanks for listening in. I shall see you next time. And don't forget, if you haven't already got yourself a copy of the Artist's Manifesto, get over to larrygmaguire.com and hit the button on the homepage, big button there, and I'll send you a free copy. It's a short-form version, and the paperback is due out this month. So, until tomorrow, I'll talk to you. Take it easy.